You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, people often ask, when will the last day of the world arrive? In other words, when will the kingdom of God comes, as the Pharisees ask our Lord. In the past, many of us who are believers, we tend to be preoccupied with the end of the world. It seems that in today's world, very few are interested about the end of the world. Even believers. In fact, hardly people speak about the end of the world, except for those few who tend to overemphasize in speaking about the end of time, using the pandemic as an example, or the wars that we have seen, and the situation in the world. Of course, the other extreme is that we have the group of people who are totally refusing to believe that there is such a thing called the end of the world. And that is why they live only for today and for this life. They do not bother about whether there is the end of the world. They are more bothered about whether they have life to live here on earth. So their concern is about themselves, whether I enjoy life to the fullest. And when I die, I do not know what is going to happen. Let it be. So there are those who lived in fear of the future. There are those who lived totally indifferent to what is in the future. In the scriptures, Jesus makes it clear that with regards to the coming of God's kingdom, he told the Pharisees, does not admit of observation, for there be no one to say, look here, look there. There was a view held by the Jews in those days apocalyptic view, which is being held even by many of our Catholics. That the end of the world will come when you see disasters, catastrophes, wars, famines, pandemic, disorder, cosmic upheaval, in other words. These are the signs of the end of time. But Jesus made it clear, when these things are happening, do not think this is the end of the world. These things have happened a few thousand years ago and still happening today. Catastrophes, wars, pandemic, they are not new at all. They have always been happening in history. 
More importantly, the Lord wants us to realize this. Instead of speculating when is the coming of God's kingdom, the Lord is agnostic about it. In fact, that is how the church speaks about the coming of the kingdom of God. The church has never defined the nature of what this kingdom would be at the end of time. The only thing the church says, it will be a state of peace, love, happiness, justice, joy. In what form it will take, the church is reticent. And with regards to the coming, the day of the coming, the church is totally agnostic. We really do not know. And there is no point speculating. And that is what the Lord is telling us all. Don't speculate. More important, he said, the kingdom of God is among you. It is more important to speak of the existential presence of the kingdom of God. And Jesus makes it clear the kingdom of God is among you simply because he lives among them. He is the kingdom of God. In his life, in his works of compassion, in his acceptance of sinners, in delivering those who were possessed by the evil one, in his miracles, he demonstrated the kingdom of God has begun to reign. That God is ruling our lives and that God is the role, the true authority, not the demons, not the evil one. And so Jesus' presence assured us that this world is under his sovereignty. And this is confirmed in today's first reading from the book of wisdom. The book of wisdom speaks about wisdom as intelligent, holy, all the adjectives that describes wisdom. Wisdom is a reflection of the eternal light, image of his goodness, can do all things. At this point of time, it is important to take note. Revelation has not yet enabled the ancient man to come to realize that wisdom is our Lord Jesus Christ. What we read in the first reading from the book of wisdom is that wisdom is an agent of God, distinct from God. But yet, wisdom is described in such a way that wisdom is like God. But at this point of time, this differentiation between God and wisdom had not yet taken place because the doctrine of the Trinity was not yet revealed. It was during the time of Jesus in the early church that we begin to understand that Jesus is the wisdom of God. In St. John's Gospel, in chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. St. Paul also speaks of Jesus as the wisdom of God. And that's the reason why we notice that in the early church, the early church does not proclaim the kingdom of God per se. 
we proclaim Jesus Christ. The preaching of the early church is about Jesus Christ, not about the kingdom of God. The preaching of Jesus was about the kingdom of God, not about himself, because he is the kingdom. And so in the early church, to preach about Jesus Christ is to preach about the kingdom, the kind of life that Jesus has asked us to live, the kind of life that is in submission to the Father. And that is why it is important for us that we begin to live the kingdom here and now. And this kingdom, our Lord said, will come about. Not in its glory and splendor yet, but will come through suffering. He said, but first, he must suffer grievously, rejected by this generation. The kingdom comes in this glory only through suffering. That is why our life here on this earth, in many ways, is a gradual purification of love, purification of our sins. Like Jesus, we too will have to be purified. We have to suffer. Suffer because we want to be faithful to the gospel. Suffer because of sacrifices. Suffer because we will also be rejected and betrayed. That is part of this life. And it is through such sufferings that we carry that we be purified and God can reign in our hearts. More importantly, to live the life of the kingdom is to live the life of the spirit, the life of love and joy and peace. So the kingdom of God, as St. Paul would have said, is not food and drink. It is joy, peace and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. And so today, as we celebrate this Eucharist, the response to the psalm tells us, your word, O Lord, stands forever. So let us cling to the word of God. Let us cling to the hope that is before us. And most of all, let us try to celebrate the kingdom of God in our life more and more. There will be sufferings, but there will also be foretastes of the life that is to come. When we love, when we give, when we share, when we forgive, these are the ways in which the kingdom of God is made present. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.